Welcome to Power Past the Competition, the podcast where John Latka, a retail automotive expert with an undeniable track record in sales leadership, employee development, and performance management, shares ways and means to help you get energized and rev up sales. And now, here's your host, John Latka. Welcome back, everyone. I'm John Latka, and this is Power Past the Competition, our podcast for December 2022. Go figure, the last podcast of this year. The title of this month's episode is Stop Whining, Count Your Blessings, and Be Thankful. As we come into the Christmas season, or holiday season for those who don't celebrate Christmas, I believe all whining should come to a screeching halt and we should take time to count our blessings and be thankful. I'll start this podcast with why we should stop whining, along with some examples of ways and means to deal with whining. I'll then wrap up with some examples of things we can be thankful for, especially at this time of year. So why should whining be stopped? Because whining is the one thing that makes me want to tear my ears off. And I'm pretty sure that many of you listening feel the same way. So what do I mean by whining? Well, believe it or not, I went to the thesaurus for this one. The following are samples of whining. For example, Complaining, moaning, wailing, belly aching, griping, grumbling, pleading, howling, whimpering, and even crying. When a person is whining, they're complaining in a pitiful, annoying way, which can easily lead to disruption in your personal life and the workplace. The person whining may be a family member, a friend, a neighbor, a co-worker, or even a boss. It's sad to say, but true, that we will come across negative people in our lives. What we need to look out for are those who go from negative to toxic. They can strain and sometimes even destroy relationships, not to mention morale and productivity in the workplace. During my research, I found that wine is both a noun and a verb. The verb means to complain bitterly. Kids tend to cry or even yell when they whine, though most adults settle for constant griping and an unwillingness to let it go already. Poor me. It isn't fair. These are common whines. And those of us in automotive understand that a whine can also describe a high-pitched, screeching noise, like the squeak made by something under the hood of your vehicle indicating there might be a problem. With kids, a sibling might whine if another's piece of cake is bigger than theirs. And when it comes to kids, 
Here's one of my all-time favorites. Are we there yet? Another one I heard years ago came from the daughter of a dealer friend who took his family to Florida for winter vacations. He told me that around mid-November, he would hear her yearly whine. When are we going to Miami? <laughs> now, I understand that we all whine about something at one time or another. And sometimes, our whines simply act as a release valve to get things off our chests or minds. Or, maybe to get that thing that's bothering us out there in the open and lift the burden off our shoulders. We've all done it, and we'll probably do it again at some point. And when it comes to whining, I think Theodore Roosevelt said it best. Complaining about a problem without posing a solution is called whining. Like many of you, I do some of my research online and often find tidbits to weave into my podcasts, like what you're about to hear. Listen to what Robert M. Golford has to say. He's a managing partner of the Center for Leading Organizations and co-author of Simple Sabotage, a modern field manual for detecting and rooting out everyday behaviors that undermine your workplace. Robert says that businesses also run the risk of complaints becoming contagious. People see it and they're brought down by it, too. Or they're saying, gee, this is an organization that tolerates this kind of thing. I may as well start complaining, too. We know it's impossible to avoid whiners altogether. The good news is that if you're sick of listening to the ongoing negativity of whiners, there are a number of ways to deal with them. I found six that I'm going to share with you. Number one, listen for the need. Some people turn into chronic whiners because they feel they're not being heard. They repeat the negative commentary until someone validates what they have to say, says empowerment speaker and coach Erica Latris. I also want to point out that she uses the term complainers rather than whiners. Complainers may want you to try to talk them out of their woe-is-me complaining. If you're in an environment where you have to be around complainers a lot, she suggests you just use the phrase, If I were you, I would feel the same way. That allows them to feel heard and may short-circuit the need to repeat a negative message. Number two, reframe the situation. Robert M. Galford says, Sometimes negative people just need a bit of perspective adjustment. Try helping them reframe the situation. You might offer a different perspective on the situation, or action that is being criticized. For example, if a coworker is criticizing a company policy, 
You might offer insight into why the policy was instituted in the first place and the good that it does. When you say, let's think about this in a different way, or if we start first by understanding the reason things are this way, you can change the nature of the dialogue. Number three, change your response. Complainers are energy drains for their audiences. Often, their negative talk can energize them because it places blame on others and boosts their self-esteem, says David M. Long, assistant professor of organizational behavior at the College of William and Mary. So, like other communication styles, Accepting that this is the individual's way of communicating without taking it personally can be an effective coping technique. One thing you don't want to do is encourage the person to pretend to be more positive. Long says, research on the topic of emotional labor shows that asking people to be positive when they are not is resource draining for them. People need to be real and authentic, so forced positivity is not the best approach. A better approach might be for the chronic complainers to offer their own solutions to problems and come up with a plan for reaching that solution. Number four, ask for solutions. Erica says, Sometimes the complainer actually has suggestions to make the situation better. Ask questions such as, how would you solve this? Or, what would you do differently? If the person is serious about change, they may have some good ideas. Number five, call it out. Robert says, if other tactics don't work, Sometimes you just need to call out the behavior. But keep in mind that by pointing out the negative, you risk alienating them. But it's possible they've gotten into a habit and don't realize how they're coming across. By knowing that the coworker tends to take a negative view, you might offer them food for thought about behavior change. Erica suggests highlighting your own feelings instead of being accusatory. For example, try, I feel uncomfortable when I hear that kind of criticism, instead of, you're always so negative. Using humor can also be an effective way to defuse a confrontation. And last but not least, number six, redirect the conversation. When someone is simply a chronic complainer who doesn't want solutions or acknowledgement, there's still hope. The tactic that media trainers have been teaching corporate executives and politicians for decades is called the bridge. Media trainer Trish McDermott, co-founder of Panic Media Training, a firm that helps organizations have difficult conversations with the media, explains that bridging subtly changes the subject by acknowledging what was said, then moving on to another topic. Good bridging is, hey, I'm glad you asked that question. I don't really have an answer. 
but I have some thoughts. Let me share them with you. She goes on to say, It's not a giant leap for mankind away from the negativity. It's a small step. Then continue on to discuss the new topic until you can extricate yourself from the conversation. Of course, if you're not getting anywhere with these tactics and the coworker is negatively affecting your workplace, you may need to enlist the help of someone higher on the organizational chart. But, Erica says, depending on the complainer's motivations, you may find that simply responding appropriately makes the situation better. In my humble opinion, if you can't or won't do anything about whiners, you can try to avoid them or learn to live with them. And remember the old adage, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. So, on to what we can be thankful for, and I'll try to keep this brief. I don't know about your circumstances, but I can tell you what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that I had the opportunity to drive up to Ontario from our home in Halifax to visit friends and family in Ottawa and Hamilton. I'm thankful we got to prepare and enjoy some traditional Hungarian meals. I'm thankful for my wife and son and their ongoing support in my business endeavors. I'm thankful for our extended family and friends, both here and abroad. I'm thankful for my customers and business associates. I'm thankful we have a roof over our heads and food on our table. I'm thankful we live in Canada. Now, the following is the first verse of the hymn, Count Your Blessings. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not going to sing. I'm just going to read. When upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed, when you're discouraged, thinking all is lost, count your many blessings. Name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord hath done. I'm sure we can stop whining, for a while at least, and give thanks for the blessings we have. And in closing, I wish all our listeners a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year filled with joy, peace, and prosperity. If you enjoyed this podcast, please download and share it. And if you have any suggestions for future podcasts, you can reach out to me through John Latka on LinkedIn through our contact page on AutomotiveBusinessSolutions.com or simply call toll-free at 877-708-8484. And until next time, may God bless, good selling, and stay safe. Power past the competition with John Ladka. Sponsored by Automotive Business Solutions. 
Automotive Business Solutions, a boutique consulting agency offering workshops, seminars, and performance-specific software to help you power past the competition. Find Automotive Business Solutions online at AutomotiveBusinessSolutions.com. Thanks for listening, and please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. This has been a Podstarter production. production.